I think sometimes people confuse marketing with sales, right? You can't sell a book until it's done, but you can be marketing for it um, because marketing is all about just your visibility and growing your audience and getting people to, you know, take that step to get on your email list and to want to stay in touch with what you're doing through email and social media. Welcome to the Book Desserts podcast series. I'm your host, Carrie Dobson. I'm so excited to have you here as we explore the sweet side of author-led groups. This podcast is for you if you're already an author or you have a book in the making. And when you think about the impact that you want to have, yes, you have your book and you want to go beyond your book and you want some of that work that you're going to do out in the world to include groups. I hope you're ready for this tasty exploration of author-led groups. Let's jump into this next episode. Welcome to this episode of the Book Desserts podcast series. I'm so excited today because I have a very special guest joining me today. Her name is Christy Mitchell, and she is my go-to person whenever I have questions about marketing. And we've had some really great conversations um, through helping my clients and through a LinkedIn Lives just around what does marketing look like for group programs. So I wanted to invite her today to have that conversation with all of you. And so Christy, do you want to get us started with just kind of a quick introduction of who you are and who you work with? Sure. So I'm a marketing consultant strategist. I work with coaches, consultants, and a lot of solo business owners who are DIYing their own marketing and really just kind of get to a place of relying on referrals and word of mouth for so long, feeling like, okay, I need to get serious about this marketing thing if I want to be able to impact more people and to grow my business in the future. Love it. And the reason I wanted to invite you today was just to have the conversation. Most of the people who are listening to this podcast are authors who either have a group program or are thinking about a group program. And it's really this effort with the group program is, you know, to get more people to, you know, have read their book, but then to go a little bit deeper and do more with what the book contains. So I'm curious if you would be willing to kind of share what it is you think people need to know about when it comes to marketing and group programs. The first thing I would say is start yesterday. Um, <laughs> As um, harsh or funny as that may sound, I mean it in all seriousness because, you know, Carrie, you and I have talked before, it's a lot of times people wait until the thing is ready, whether it's, maybe it's the book. I mean, I've seen that, I've seen that misconception before too. Like I can't start marketing until the book is done. Like, or I can't start marketing until the group program's ready or this new offer I have or whatever it is. And the reality of it is, is that I think I think sometimes people confuse marketing with sales, right? You can't sell a book until it's done, but you can be marketing for it um, because marketing is all about just your visibility and growing your audience and getting people to you know take that step to get on your email list and to want to stay in touch with what you're doing through email and social media. So yes, that is the first thing that I'll throw out there. <laughs> I love it. Right. And it's so I love that distinction between marketing and sales because you're right. It's there with the book. Right. Like, you know, now, especially authors are encouraged, like along the way, show your work. Right. Talk about the book. Talk about where you are. Talk about the design, like whatever stage you are. Share, pe share with people kind of as you progress through it. And it's very similar with the group program, right? It's about not doing everything in secrecy and then saying, bam, I'm ready to sell it, but instead to bring people along for the journey. So what about 
kind of that marketing process or that behind the scenes part do you think is most important or kind of most appealing to people to be involved with? Getting people to take the step of getting on your email list, that might seem simple and maybe not super valuable, but it's huge because even if you can, you know, get the hype going for the book that you're going to release or, you know, some new offer that you're, that you're cooking up behind the scenes before it's ready, getting people to take that step and get on your email list is, is kind of gold because then you have a direct way to get in touch with them to keep them updated, like you said, on maybe some of those like sneak peek behind the scenes, here's an update, um, get them, let help, get them involved so that they can share in the excitement of it with you because then they're invested in the outcome too. They're going to be even more likely to buy the, buy the book, sign up for the group program if they've kind of been like hearing about it all along the way. And yeah, hopefully, you know, especially when it comes to group programs, again, this is something you and I have talked about is like, they kind of help get to shape it in that way too, right? If you're doing a little bit of market research along the way and asking those questions and getting insights from what it is that people really want or would see value in, it helps inform you, the business owner, into what you can create that's really gonna be marketable to people. I think that's such an important point about how you can actually get feedback from the people that you want in your group program along the way through your marketing efforts. And, you know, we, we've talked mostly on LinkedIn. And so that's a great place to talk about it where it's like polls and like, what questions do you have? And all those kinds of things. It sounds like you're just doing market research, but you are actually marketing while you're doing that. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm curious too about kind of, are there mistakes that you see people making when it comes to the marketing message specifically kind of around group programs? Yes. I was actually just reviewing content for one of my coaches who's in my group this week. And she, she was working on the landing page content. And this, this is so typical, I think. Um, she was, the good thing was she was leading with like pain points that her group program is addressing. Then she got right into like the nitty gritty details of what the offer was. And I was like, okay, if we're going to speak to the pain points, which that's huge. I mean, that's, that's even a more common mistake is not speaking to the pain points and just jumping right to the details of like, okay, we're meeting on this day and this time, and this is what it costs. And like, people aren't ready yet. Like they don't want that information right at the get go. You need to speak to pain points, what it, what it addresses for them. What will it help them do? And in that help them see the benefit of doing it. So that is really a much more critical story to tell at the beginning rather than common mistake that I think you and I both see is let me just jump in and tell you exactly what this thing is. Because I think as business owners, right, I've launched my own group things and memberships and we we invest so much of our mental energy and into figuring out those details. So it makes sense that those are important to us and we, we feel like we need to talk about them. But I would encourage everyone to kind of like take a step back and envision who those people are that you're trying to reach with this offer and what are the problems that they're having in their day-to-day life that this thing solves for them. And then explain to them that you understand what those challenges are and here's how this is going to help them. Do that first then get into the details later. 
Yeah, I love that. So in in my world, we call it the program promise, right? So what is it that people are going to accomplish or experience within your program? And one of the reasons we start there is obviously from a design standpoint, it's really important. But the other benefit is once you know that program promise, that's what you can also take out to your marketing because you're you're highlighting this is what the program is going to do, but you're getting them to understand their own pain point, that you understand it, that you're going to help them with it, all of those pieces. Um, and I, I really appreciate that, you know, we give grace to that idea that we're so consumed with those tactical pieces, right? Like, when is it, you know, the link, all that kind of stuff. And the reality is, is that's like the least important part for our clients until they kind of get to that point where they're like, yes, I'm interested. I always yeah, yeah. Um, say like, no one's Googling group coaching for, right? They're they're yeah. Googling what the problem is. And so that's why you want to make sure that that's what you're talking about. And that's where your program promise can kind of come in. Yeah. Is there definitely. any other mistakes that you see um, out there? I think the other one is what we already touched on. Just the notion that like, I can't start marketing yet. And I think that, again, just kind of hammering home that point is like, reframing how you're viewing marketing in your mind. It's really about growing an audience. It's about getting people who believe in what you're doing and and what, you, you know, the work that you do and the problems you help people solve and whatever that might look like getting, you know, enabling those people to find you and come into your world and stay in touch with you. I think that that's the most important. As we're kind of ending this episode, I always like to give people kind of one action that you would recommend that they take. So if we think about an author who's got a book out there and they're thinking about doing a group program, what's one action you'd encourage them to take to get ready for that when it comes to marketing? I would say to make sure you have a clear, easy way for people to get on your email list. So whether it's creating a quick landing page, whatever it is, and then figuring out where you can share that, right? On social media, even just sending out personal emails, to people that you have in your contacts, like, Hey, I'd love to keep you in, keep you in the loop on the latest updates. If you could join my email list, that would be a great way to do that. Um, make it, I, that is, yes, that is the one thing. Yeah. And I think it's so important, right? Like, cause that email list lasts way beyond the book launch, way beyond the group launch. It's that you continue to have this conversation with them um, in your community. Christy, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Well, authors, that concludes this episode of the Book Desserts podcast series. If you're ready to start exploring how to go beyond your book with group programs, I encourage you to visit our website at jjdak.com. That's jjdak.com. On there, you can download our Design Your Groups with Ease workbook, which has some great checklists and questions you can ask yourself when you're thinking about designing your own group. If you're more interested in having a conversation with me, your host, Carrie Dobson, you can go ahead and book a complimentary group program clarity session right there on the website. I'd love to have a conversation with you about your book and about your group that you'd like to put out into the world. Until next time, may your dreams be filled with your own book desserts. Mm -hmm.